Hey guys, just letting you guys know we're going to be starting really soon. I have Tamika with me, I also have Charlie with me. Tonight we're actually talking about the Batman Forever. This is the third film in the Batman franchise. We can't wait to dive into this with everybody. This is probably one of my favorite ones out of the Batman trilogy, aside from uh, Tim Burton's film. But let's go ahead, let's get on with it. I know Charlie's dying to uh, say something about it, because I know this is his most excited one that he's ever seen, besides the Tim Burton ones. So let's go ahead and get on with it. Let's Let's do this. All right, so let's do this. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm dying to talk about this one. It's a good one. Dying <laughs> ones, like, like, like it, it, it's a good one. But, but when we get to the my favorites, that's the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh-huh. Sure, you could say dying, but I w- I wouldn't say that. But you're <laughs> killing to hear, talk about this. It's Batman really. and Robin that he's dying to talk about. That's true. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay, so here's the thing. I really love this movie for what it oh, is. Oh gosh, here we go. And where do you, where do you pick that book up, Charlie, for our viewers and listeners? I believe I got it on Amazon. Um, you can or you can find it any any bookstore, Barnes and Noble, Books Million, wherever. Um, um, make sure you find it when it's 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 written by Rob Hill, and you'll know what book it is because it has Tommy Wiseau, the infamous Tommy, the infamous and great Tommy Wiseau, right in the front. And yeah. I'll put the I'll also put the link in the uh, description and everything too. Oh, cool. for people, yeah, bad, for people to pick up. Well, I'll find the link and I can put it in the uh, private chat and then we can go. From Sounds there. good. Yeah. All right. Actually, I'll log in for YouTube and I'll just post it there. Cool. Sounds good, man. Thank you. All right. Uh, but no, like I said, this is actually one of my favorite Batman movies aside from the Tim Burton ones. This is a little bit more lighter tone. This is more of your Adam West kind of style Batman film if you think about it with the whole entire stylization of Riddler and the way he's acting he's acting just like the 1960s Riddler if you think about it but what I really have to say is Val Kilmer does a fantastic job of playing both uh, Batman and also two uh, Batman as well so that's two things I have to say that I really liked about that uh but, you know, I think that those are the two that I really like out of it. But what else I can say is this. And this is the small nitpick I have at the very beginning of it, where we wind up seeing Batman at the bank and the vault and everything. And then you have this actor that's overly acting mm-hmm. in this film, who's a security guard for the bank. He happens to be in the vault with Batman in this bat trap that Two-Face is set up. And he's like, oh, no. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm going to die. This is going to be acid all over. Look. And then he goes, oh, no, my hearing aid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, you're overly acting. You're getting on my nerves. I just wanted Batman to throw him into the acid mm-hmm. on this one, to be honest with you, because how overly acting he's actually doing. I'm like, dude, take it down an octave. And not only that, but if there was acid inside that thing, you wouldn't be saying, oh, no. You'd be saying, oh, shit, I'm about to die. Yeah. So, and- <laughs> We're about to die. Yeah. Well, Derby Gaming, to be honest with you, Batman and Robin is not my favorite one, to be honest with you. It's actually 
these three films are my favorite one within the 90s versions that we have in the 80s version, of course. And then, of course, we have the Christopher Nolan trilogy, which we're going to be revisiting pretty soon as well. So that's that's that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, anyways, um, so that's gonna be. Tell me what. Tell me what you guys think. Um. Yeah, like you were saying, I I like this film. Is I I group it in one of my favorite Batman films. So it's me and probably a couple hundred people. But this is the most divided Batman film that's out there um but yeah i mean i like i said i i like val kilmer as batman i was reading an article that val kilmer um portrays bruce wayne the best like he's the closest actor who really can portray bruce wayne but that can be debatable um he to me he gets into the trauma and the psychosis of Oh, I lost my parents, and now I'm trying to figure out why I lost. How do I feel? And he's just going deeper and deeper into repressed feelings for losing his parents. So I, I think this is one of the one of the best films that dives into that grief and loss of Bruce Wayne. Yeah, to be honest with you, that's what I like about this film is dives into the psychology of Bruce and everything, too. That's something that I really appreciated with it. And also, too, I want to say before I didn't think that Nicole Kidman and, had, and him had that much chemistry. But once I started watching it, I could see the chemistry there and everything. She wasn't just like a Batgirl kind of thing where they just throw like a James Bond girl like mm-hmm. they had. With, that's what I actually call them. I call them Batgirls because they always have like an interest for Batman, which is also kind of like the Bond girl oh, for James okay. Bond, where they don't really have a lot going for them or anything. But when you look at Michelle Pfeiffer, I believe that the chemistry was there. And then you look at Chase, I believe Chase's uh, chemistry was there with uh, Bell Kimmer's Batman and everything too. So I thought they connected it very well on that part. But I just wish that they would have actually dived a little bit more into the psychology part of it as well, because you're dealing with a lot of emotional damage from Bruce mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and everything, too. So that's something else that we never even discovered, to be honest. I, I say that Chase, who Nicole Kidman plays, she has more chemistry with Bruce Wayne than Batman. That's how I feel. Yeah, that's what I feel, though, too, you know. Um, but Charlie, what do you think? Yeah, what do you think? Well, um, I like again. This is one of the ones that actually I, I enjoyed watching this. Oh, this thank God! <laughs> I mean, you had your two Batman films. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I knew because it's it's campy and it's cringeworthy. Yet it's not as bad as the Tim Burton ones. Like I was oh, bored with this. <laughs> this one I wasn't because I mean you had like Jim Carrey was phenomenal. We'll get to him. He was great as the Riddler, and that's that's who I envisioned Riddler as. He's kind of a goofball, but he's really smart. That's why I'm not I'm not necessarily sold on the Riddler in the new Batman movie. Mm-hmm. This is he's mm-hmm. too much. Like I mean, you're you're dumbing down his what his persona, and that's that's that's. But, it's more uh, like a Zodiac killer, to be honest with you. With so, with John, the how how was the Riddler in um, the comics? Is the he comics is actually like, basic. Oh, sorry. Go on ahead. Is, no, no. I was going to ask: Is this Riddler from the Batman more like the one in the comics? 
To be honest with you, it is. Because there's actually the Batman Rebirth series, which is the ones okay. that I like. And in the Rebirth series, basically, he's like a Zodiac kind of killer. Yeah, he has that, uh, that sense of humor, like Charlie says, but he's also is dark. Mm. And he has that Zodiac kind of Zodiac kind of vibe to him. And that's exactly what I think that we're actually going to get in this next Batman movie, which is, makes me that much more excited, to be honest with you. Because I always wanted to see the Riddler in a Saw kind of type of killer, to be honest with you. And doing all this stuff. And, of course, having that mystery element, kind of like a seven kind of element to it. So hmm. More of a detective kind of vibe that we never got before. Don't get me wrong. We got it with the Batman, uh, Ben Affleck version. And then we also got it with, uh, of course, Michael Keaton. But this is going to be more of Batman in his suit doing his detective work, hmm. I believe, and trying to discover who he is, hmm. too, at the same time. That's it's just me speculating. It's, it's going to be tough for me to erase the Riddler, um, Jim Carrey. Hey, Brandy. Yeah, it's going to be tough for me to erase the Riddler, Jim Carrey. Like Charlie was saying, he's he's like funny also maniacal like he he killed his boss (laughs) and then he covered up the murder so i know he's dangerous and he's smart but he's so funny and lovable you're like i just ignore the fact that he killed his boss um let's just brush that to the side because this guy's hilarious Mm -hmm. (laughs) i loved him as the brain waves from everybody so hilarious to be honest with you, this is another thing I wanted to bring up, though, too, was, and this is actually something I liked, how you have Bruce, who's actually caring about what Nigma has to say. He's not mm. brushing him off. He's taking his time with Nigma. And he's mm. listening to what he has to say, though. Yeah. And he's taking it in, and then he's like, well, let me take it up. How about this? We'll make an appointment with my secretary, and we'll just talk about it. He goes, no, that's not going to do for me. He goes, well, I'm just going to be honest with you having these brainwaves being manipulated by the way that you're telling me with these brainwaves and everything, it's not something that I would want to do. And therefore yeah. I can't, I'll have to say no. All the other Bruce, you know what I'm saying? They never really took the time out with somebody that worked within Batman, uh, within uh, Wayne Enterprises and said, Hey, look, this is not a good idea. So let's go on ahead and, uh, you know, basically just, he didn't right off the bat, uh, decline him. He just went on ahead and uh, just went on ahead and took his time with him. Yeah. But, uh, going on the Bruce thing, I, I thought Kilmer did a great job as Bruce and Batman. And the other positive, he's in. He's actually in the whole movie. Not like <laughs> the last ones where we where he's the title character and yet he's only in it for like like 15 minutes or 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. So uh, that's what I really appreciate. Like from the get go, it's him. You see him. He's like, I, I mean, the line I thought it was hysterical. It was like, "You're gonna bring a sandwich with you, sir? I'll get drive through." Like <laughs> just the <laughs> randomness of it. It's like, "I'll get drive through." And I kind of wanted to see that sequence of him going drive through after he beats up, um, like, be- and he beats up people. I wanted to see him stop by and get drive through. I kind of was interested what food he was getting. Yeah, I, I know. He's like, oh, he was in the commercial. I don't want to see that in a commercial. I, I want to see yeah. it in the movie. But yeah. I mean, I, again, up until this point, I think Bell did a, does a good job of like playing, portraying both um, mm-hmm. Bruce and playing Bruce and Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I think, I don't know. I think I definitely like him better than Keaton, but mm-hmm. I still, I think I have, I still my, think my, oh. my favorite is, is, uh, personally, my favorite is, uh, Christian Bale. My um, soul. <laughs> that, that, that's, that, that's who my favorite is Batman is. But anyway, like the, again, this was entertaining. The action sequences that were entertaining. I, I actually I had a good time with this. And, uh, I want to mention something earlier, John, on the uh, little image right there. And I'll get into the sec. Um, Looks like Joel Schumacher had a little bit, little bit fun time with the suits because there's a little bit of um, you see part of the uh, like you see the downstairs area of Robin too much. <laughs> Sounds like a commercial coming up. Robin Dick, that's too much right there. And I'll get into that into the minute, but it's like he, he really had a fun time. What, the manscape ad or Robin's balls? <laughs> no, it's gonna be towards the end because that was literally oh. towards the end of the movie when they when they're in the new suits. And you see the emphasis that, that this made me like, wait, what? Like when he's put on the new suit and you see the emphasis on his ass. Yeah. And you see, and like, the, the, and it's like, so what, what are we learning about? Like, uh, so does Schumacher get his, get his urge in early? It's like, okay, I focused in on the bat ass and yeah. then the bat dick. Now yeah. I need to do the bat nips yep. or bat boobs yes. or whatever. Like yes. he, he get a start here. And I said, that just made me laugh at like his, like that, that just made me laugh so hard seeing that i'm like oh my god you see like not 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 much like circumcised right there (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) not much blur on that one for a pg-13 maybe kids are gonna be watching what is that like i mean yeah he got abs too i see that i I don't i don't remember the other suit showing abs no yeah no it's had like Weird chest. I don't know. It but look, it was rubber. That's all. But it wasn't yeah. like abs or anything. I mean, and then, yeah. um, and then I I didn't see the much chemistry. I I thought Nicole Kidman's character was really annoying because immediately she immediately when he shows up, she's instantly trying to hit on him to have sex with him. Mm. Literally, the scene is like hot entrance. Yeah, like, and then, like, and then, and then when she she to cause the bat symbol, and she was like, like uh, that the second time, it's like mm-hmm. you know this is not a joke, right? And she she immediately wants to have sex with him. Like, really, is that all you're there for? Mm-hmm. You just want to have sex. So mm-hmm. I, I I didn't see any chemistry. Maybe with Bruce Wayne. To, mm-hmm. when, yeah, that's what I saw him the most mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. It maybe that. I wouldn't even say that. I don't think Batman's really had much chemistry with anyone really in these movies. Uh-uh. I think the only chemistry it. I've seen a Batman have, you may hate me for it, but with uh, Catwoman in, mm-hmm. in the Batman the Nolan movies. No. He's had more And also, too, <laughs> Roger Ghoul's daughter, though, too. That was also. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. Not a- that was I mean, it's sort of- like 50 50 on that. Oh, but really. There was. Cat- Catwoman was more like his girl. Was more like 70 30 out of his league like no yeah like she she just wanted to sleep with him so he can get so she can get access to the money so that i wouldn't say there's chemistry at all mm-hmm. i would say more with anne hathaway selena kyle and no. christian bale chemistry yeah cat woman in general yeah. yeah well i'm not saying michelle pfeiffer i didn't see any chemistry at that. yeah i saw it but i saw i, I saw too. more of a yeah, fact I saw, I saw it because because i saw it charlie because she licked him <laughs> and he liked it <laughs> He took it. <laughs> he was just there doing the motions. He, oh, he didn't God. care. He's just going to be like, that. oh, you're going to have her lick you. And he I get a million. Okay, I'm just going to stand there and not do anything. Yeah, like, he likes it. That's he was running I mean. the, no, he, you, you don't know he liked it. He, was he did like there. it. He, he liked it. Like it. 
He no. licked his lips. <laughs> he licked, it, it licked his lips. Go yeah, ahead. You, you, you want to put that. Give you ten million to sit there. Okay, sure, I'll take that for ten million. Thank you. Next question. Like, yeah, no, there's no chemistry with that. Like, there's no, there's none of the Batman's had chemistry. Like, it just, it just, it's like James Bond's got more chemistry with a girl than Batman does. Mm. Like, I mean, yeah, but no, I, I mean, I don't know. She was really annoying. Like she was all about like, oh Batman, I want to sex with you. I'm like, you know, you're not supposed to be like press uh, messing with the button, right? Even the, even yeah. uh, Commissioner Gordon runs out in his underwear. What's mm-hmm. going on? Mm-hmm. Um, like it, I love Jim Carrey in this. He was perfect as the Riddler. I I think this is the Riddler I that. I'm, right. I'm Thank you, Tamara. Batman liked it. Liked it. He yep. was like, because he was a like, cat. He liked it. it. Mm. <laughs> All you gotta do is suspend your camera. Boom. Yep. Yeah, no. There we go. Again, Batman, Batman should have stayed in his COVID cave. <laughs> Man, I, I will tell you, it was creepy as a kid looking at it. I was like, ew, gross. Well, another thing, though, too, when Penguin goes, there's the pussy that I've been looking for. I'm like, wait, yeah. I don't remember that. That man leaked his lips. Like, mm, okay, I like this. She's like, lick. And then she went all up in his nostril. All. He liked it. Yeah, he, he liked, liked that. It. He likes girls like that. Yeah. Yeah. Long independent, double licking. Yeah. His <laughs> problem was that she wasn't in leather. Mm, that's like, what it needs. Lace? No, no, no. Girl, no. You're, girl you're doing it wrong. You need to go in here, like put some leather on, and I'll be back. Put yeah. the bat signal on, and we'll do this right. But uh, <laughs> to Charlie's point, though, yeah, she was annoying. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, she was annoying, and also I, I didn't like the way they dumbed her down. I mean, she's a psychiatrist, and she's dumbing herself down. And she's getting horny, and she's like, "Oh, hey, Batman! All right, let me call the bat signal. Oh, take my clothes off. I'm in my lingerie." And I'm like, "Girl, you're a psychiatrist. Come on now." Right. I wish I would dive more into the psychiatry aspect of it because I found that the most uh, interesting. To be honest with you, diving into Bruce's past. But the one thing I can say that I liked about the Batman and everything too, they're cohesive. They actually are within the same universe. You all have all the same characters. It's just that you changed uh, one Batman for the other. You had the original actor who played Commissioner Gordon. You also had the original, um, not only that, but you also had a couple of other characters that were still the same. Turns <laughs> into Batman. But, you know, I like the psychiatry aspect aspect of it like i said before i think that they should have dived into a little bit more with that yeah but like i said as for a cohesive batman with all the same actors all the same characters everything too it's in the same world it's just that even with alfred the original commissioner gordon you actually it was all in the same universe so that's something that i really do appreciate Mm, i think gotham is the only setting that changes in the movies that's the only theme yeah, like Gotham here, I I can't explain it, but it it's almost like some type of deco, I don't know, fake deco background. I don't know. It it just all looked fake. Like yeah. it looked like a movie setting instead of a actual city. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think 
they go on the continuality. I don't really like. Yeah, it's the same universe, but it's like Batman's still kind of different. And then like, yeah, you have Gordon and Alfred. They're the only two same characters. <laughs> Two Face, Two Face wasn't even introduced in the old Michael Keaton one, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't even call that. This is past yeah. that, so I wouldn't say that. Chase is a new a new person, but she still has, she still as dumb as Vicky Vale, except. Nicole Kidman's character really had the guts. You know what? You're gonna try to have sex with him. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna try to like a, you're gonna try to tease him at night, and then it's like okay, but yeah, you're really dumb. I mean, if you're gonna do the psychology stuff, just introduce Harley Quinn. Honestly, like introduce Harleen Quinzel if you want to do psychology again, because I think most of the girls in this one were just like they're like weird. <laughs> Or like you had the Drew Barrymore character who's trying to like, it's like, what's your name? I am whatever you want me to be. And I was like, mm-hmm. what the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's like, and a lot of them were blonde. The only mm-hmm. ones that really had the hots for Batman were blonde. That's and true. Like, <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, uh, it's just like I don't know. I didn't. I I really don't think like I, I they 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 dumped her down. But I mean, if you, I really wanted to get into the psychology stuff, just introduce Harley Quinn. You introduce everybody else, but I I wouldn't say it's the same. I wouldn't say there's like sure because T- Tim Byrne produced it. I still wouldn't say it's it's different. It looked different. The everything was just seemed a little bit different. There's other characters they introduced that weren't in the other ones, so I wouldn't say it's continuity because there's a it lot. Is, of stuff. It is in a sense because of the fact they still talk about other characters within that universe. It's still a cohesive universe. It's just it's that. Not- with Bat- but here's the thing, though. With- it's produced by Tim Burton. Most people just go ahead and put a, pro- a producer's name on there just to grab people. Mm. It does not necessarily mean that it was actually produced by Tim Burton. They just do that for cash grab sometimes. And I think that was the case in this one. I didn't see much continuity. Like I don't. I didn't even remember any of the uh, the last two when I watched this one because there's a lot of stuff in it that was not even introduced in Tim Burns universe. There there's two different multiple universe. You have Schumacher from the 90s, Schumacher's, and you got Burns. And Tim Burns had his like Penguin's not like Penguin's not in this in this version in this. You don't have uh, Joker is not in this. So there's aspect there's stuff that's in it. I wouldn't say there's continuity with it because they didn't really they're mentioned, but I still just because they're mentioned I don't even I mean there's no like it doesn't move, they're just mentioning them just to move the plot. I wouldn't say that they're mentioned in it for just because it's all in the same universe because there's different different people in it. And I, I know the themes are well, Commissioner Gordon's. I'm just saying the original actor who played Chris, uh, Commissioner Gordon's in it, and you also have the original Alfred. Yeah, that I mean, shows... yeah, I mean, the only continuity I would agree with is Alfred Gordon. He's in. He's not even. He's he's there. He just shows up and he's gone. There's no, there's not much. We don't know much of him unless you read the comics. Um, honestly, no, I can't imagine Michael Keaton in this. So. <laughs> he'd barely be in it. Like he'd be in it maybe like half the time. And I don't think this would have been as enjoyable, to be honest. Who I don't think had chemistry with Nicole Kidman. <laughs> I don't know. Well, she didn't look like old. He'd have gray hair. You really think she wants to hit on a, a guy, a person with gray hair in this one? I don't think so. It, and and then, then again, she, she did hit on uh, Val Kilmer's character while he was wearing the silver suit, which I was like, 
that one threw me off. This the silver. It was, I don't know if it was the pick, like the way they filmed this. I don't know. But that second suit of his that was all silvery. I was mm. like, what the heck? Mm. <laughs> it's the Dark Knight, not the Silver Knight. If you want to be the Silver Knight, just be in the Marvel. And you'll be the Silver Surfer. Mm. <laughs> but. Yeah, there's something else I want to say. Keaton got to have a young wig, like a wig on, make him look. There's something else I want to talk about though too. Is I felt like the team up for the villains actually made sense this go round, because of the fact that you have Riddler who can't stand Batman, Mm -hmm. wants to find out the identity of Batman. You also have Two Face who can't stand Batman. So I like the fact that you have two characters who doesn't like the hero or anything like that, too. So that's something I really liked. I felt like that actually made sense versus having Arnold and Poison Ivy, uh, Penguin and Catwoman, two different motivations, which I don't understand with that at all. So I felt like this actually made sense versus that, in all honesty. But yeah. um, read an article where Tommy Lee Jones as Two-Face he he thought he was playing the Joker. Like, he was trying to channel the Joker in his performance. And that's why Two-Face is kind of goofy in this one instead of serious. Because he didn't, he didn't quote-unquote, as the kids say, he didn't understand the assignment. <laughs> so, he, so he's out there trying to... It seemed like he was trying to match Jim Carrey's energy, too. You know, and I, I wanted him to yeah. dial it down a little bit. And when they were together, he was like trying to one up him in every scene. And I'm like, can you just dial it down a little bit? Because this is Jim Carrey's show. You see, that's what I thought it was going to be, to be honest with you. I was like, okay, so we're getting Tommy Lee Jones, who played in the movie The Client, who also played in uh, The Fugitive. So I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be more of a serious role for Tommy Lee Jones and everything. But no, he was trying to compete with Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. and try to be funny sure. jim carrey is an improv person yeah. on yeah. his own you cannot mm-hmm. compete with jim carrey otherwise you're going to be wearing yourself out Tommy yeah. Lee jones was just trying to copycat and replicate what uh what you know jim carrey was doing and mm-hmm. it just didn't work or anything like that now i believe that if they did tone it down a little bit he can still have that little silliness and stuff like that but also too be able to take the serious moments in and dial it in that way, I think it would have worked. Yeah. And which is what I was expecting. I was expecting Tommy Lee Jones from The Client, not doing a whole entire uh, sitcom against uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Unless Schumacher wanted him to act that way. But I, I just read an article where he he thought he was playing a Joker or he was using the Joker as an inspiration, probably the Jack Nicholson inspiration for Two-Face, which means he didn't understand who the character was. I can see that, to be honest. I agree with the chemistry. I think the two of them, like the team up, it made sense. And I mean, Jim Carrey, like I agree, it was the Jim Carrey show. Anytime Mm -hmm. he was on screen, you're actually glued in because you wanted to see what, I mean, he was channel he's inner ace ventura with this one like the se- the sequence where he's blowing up the whole bat cave and he's doing the pelvic thrust yeah. like, he was doing the, he's doing the ace ventura i'm surprised yeah. he didn't ask tommy lee jones can i ask you a question when he's like when he's talking out of his ass yeah. I, I mean that, that's this seemed yeah. to be like his sh- yeah. i mean and then the hairdo like the first hairdo when you first see him is kind of like a mullet 
in a sense, or it's kind of like our coconut head or yeah. something along those lines. And then how he's changing it from left to right. I, I think it's just interesting. I think they probably filmed some stuff first, like mm-hmm. Jim Carrey with normal hair. Mm-hmm. I think they, they shot some of that first, in which I thought that was hilarious. And then the, and then the, and then the go to all the, that, I mean, he was great in this and all the questions like this was him. And I definitely think Schumacher won it because if Tommy Lee Jones was serious, I think this movie would have been way different. I think, like, I think Tommy Lee Jones would have killed the Riddler immediately. If, if, if they wanted to kill him in real life, what are you talking about? Because he said he was going to honor his buffoonery yeah, in an interview. In the, in the movie, I think he's going to kill him, and this would have been a whole different movie. And it would have been Two Face taking over, not the Riddler. And I think, well, I, think it, I think it worked out for the better with the Riddler taking over control. Um, and I, I, I mean, I, I like that because anytime he was on screen, he was great. He was hilarious. It fitted, it fitted his character well. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, that's why it's hard to see somebody else play, do a different portion mm-hmm. portrayal of Riddler. I'm not. He's not for me. He's not a, a zodiac killer. That means mm-hmm. he is, if he's a zodiac killer, he gets away with everything, which isn't going to be the case. And I, I mean, I, I mean, I like Batman when he just beats up people. That's Batman for me. I don't, if it's a detective movie, I'm like, geez, when I watch the detective movie, I watch something that, like that's going to be entertaining. That's how he was in the Arkham games, though. He was more than just Batman beating up on people. He was actually doing detective work. I mean, that's it's who Batman is. It's different playing it and watching it. Something like that, if he's a detective, I think you kind of want to play it so you get to experience it. Like, if you're just sitting there watching, and it's like you, you go through the motions, it, it takes away the it takes away the the fun part of it. And like, I mean, I like watching detective movies, but I don't think a dete- like a, that detective aspect for me for like a three hour detective movie that's that's a little too much for me. If it's two hours, <laughs> sure, but I'm not gonna want to spend money for a three hour movie. I know, I know you will. I points, so yeah, I'll be there. Yep, <laughs> I'll be there opening day. That's what's up. But those tickets sold out. I'm like, I'm right. expecting the reviews. Everybody's like, wow, this wasn't what I was expecting. So, but I'm, you know what, though, Charlie? Here, waiting. I'm waiting for you to come back to me and say. <laughs> okay, let me just tell you this real quick. Okay? <laughs> let me just Are tell you, you this real quick. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not going to talk about shaving balls yet. That, that's going to come in a minute. Yeah, but first, yeah. we're going to talk about shaving your ball. Never mind, we're not going to go there. But anyways, we're going to talk. I don't shave my balls. Wait your turn, Charlie. Anyways, what I'm saying is this. One thing I'm happy that Warner Brothers is doing now is the fact that they now have faith in their property to where they're giving out advanced tickets into IMAX. Before, if you remember, they would say, oh, no, they're trying to hide the movie. This is, they're going all out. They're going all out in this with this movie. That's why it's given me such hopes for it, because they actually have faith in their property, finally. You also have, finally, an even ground with Peacemaker. You finally have the Suicide Squad doing good. You finally have things going on within the WB where I'm now okay with the directions that they're going in and everything too. So that's some of the small things that they're doing. Yeah. Did they make mistakes before? Were they reactionary? Yes. But now I'm starting to go ahead. I'll let you finish and I'll rebuttal. But now I'm seeing they were being reactionary when they made the announcement with Robert Pattinson and everything. 
I do own up to that part because of the fact it's like, okay, well, you know what? It didn't work with Ben, so let's go ahead and get somebody else to fulfill that role. Now I'm on the other hand, okay, so this is what they're giving us. It gave me a chance to manorate it because of the fact that I wanted Ben as, as the Batman. But it gave me time to take a step back, let him manorate a little bit. I'm like, okay, so this is what you're giving me. There has to be a reason why Robert is picked for this role. So I went in there and I went through his filmographies of different things. There were several other movies that didn't do it for me, but until I saw The Devil All the Time, The Lighthouse, The Rover, those were the three films that did me in, but mostly The Devil All the Time. That was the film that did me in on that. But that being said, I do feel like Warner Brothers is in the right place right now where I feel comfortable. All right. So I wouldn't say that because they did they did the Suicide Squad dirty by releasing it on HBO Max and well, it lost them a ton of money on the Suicide Squad, which is unfortunate because it should have made more money than Space Jam 2. Space I do Jam agree 2. With, now, that goes to show you, though, d- did Warner Brothers make the deal with HBO Max to actually release it at the same time as the streaming service? Because we did see recently where the Matrix, is, uh, the people of the production company is suing uh, HBO Max for releasing it on the same day. Mm-hmm. So if yeah, because they 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 because and then right. we're in the same situation so, with Disney. So my they thing is money. And, but uh, um, but then and then like I think what they did with their height, they're trying to get more people in for the Batman because they 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 the anticipation of it. So they were gonna do it anyway. It wasn't it wasn't because Warner Brothers is in the right direction. Yeah, I get it. Their Peacemaker is great. I mean, I watched the first episode. I gotta watch it. They're done that with great because that's on the HBO Max portion. Mm-hmm. That's not in theaters. Mm-mm. I mean, we still got to I mean, we're, I, I know a lot of people were eating this up and like because they're, they're trying to like eat picking man, Spider-Man did so well. And that they're picking up on that market. So that's why they're trying to get more people in with the IMAX. And that's why they're char- still charging them money because you're still paying a lot of money for an IMAX movie. Mm-hmm. If, you're not, if you don't have an unlimited program, you're yeah. still paying 17 to 20 bucks just yeah. for IMAX. I don't know if the IMAX is that good. We don't know. I mean, I know I'm not spending money on IMAX for it. I, I think I don't want to sit in a theater for three hours. But sh- if this does well, yeah, sure. But they're still going to screw up with Wonder Woman. And you, they, they greenlit that one. We don't know what's they, going on with that. They knocked it out of the park with Wonder Woman. The very first Wonder Woman movie was good. It was. The, good. The Wonder Woman 1984 wasn't so good. I bore it. Wonder Woman on ice in the mall, not so much. But, you know, I do have to say that they have actually gone a little bit better with their DC properties in a sense. Uh, but we just have to wait and see what's in store. But as far as Batman Forever goes, forever. And <laughs> I do feel like that this also, too, is probably one of my other favorite scenes in this movie is the part where they're basically getting high off of other people's brain patterns yeah everything too to become smarter mm-hmm. him and tommy lee jones did a good job with that aspect and everything too and they're both getting high off of it and also making the other people dumber which is also deals with com- uh consumerism like you mentioned mm-hmm. the other night and how yeah. much dialed in we are into mm-hmm. society with it because remember we had 3d tvs at one time mm-hmm. and that's what wow. makes it so much more realistic because this movie was actually ahead of its time in a sense with the 3d tv with enigma manipulating things mm-hmm. which is something it, i really liked yeah consumerism that's a good theme 
Yeah, like I said, I, I feel like each Batman movie has a theme that matches what's going on in society at the time. But yeah, uh, one Jim Carrey. I didn't even notice that, Charlie, where you were talking about Jim Carrey's hairstyle changing. I don't know why I was so enthralled with Jim Carrey that I did not realize that in one scene he has long hair and another scene he has a crew cut. I just thought about that. I don't know why. Also orange hair, too. Yeah, yeah, orange hair. It was like crew cut, pink, orange hair. And then it's like his hair is like Dennis Rodman. Yeah. And well, (laughs) one scene that was funny to me was when he was um, um, at the party premiering his Nygma box and Bruce Wayne came. And, you know, that's when he had Drew Barrymore on his arm. And then he was mimicking Bruce Wayne. And every time Bruce Wayne would like say something, he would have to oh, and put my glasses on. Yes, uh huh. Yes. How's my mole? How's my mole? <laughs> I was like, what in the world? And then every time he make a move, he would make the move too. And I'm just like, okay. No. But is there anything? What about you though, Charlie? What else stood out for you with this? I mean, I think I mentioned a lot of it already. Like, again, Jim Carrey was great anytime he was on screen. I mean, I love the whole sequence where he destroyed, like, him him having a good time when he was destroying the Batcave, doing pelvic thrusts, or, like, or just whatever he's doing. And then and then him, I mean, I don't know, Joe Schumacher always seems to have the thing with, the, with regarding the, the nuts when he's doing the baseball move when he's like when he's like when he's grabbing his crotch or whatever after yeah. he like because that's what ba- that's what pitchers do he was doing that and he was doing like all the time and then and then immediately right after that sequence you see robin's costume and the emphasis on the junk and like in the distance i was like does joe, joe schumacher got a sex problem yeah <laughs> well speaking of which he might actually do because he probably doesn't shave his balls that's oh. probably his biggest thing because if he had the lawnmower 4.0 he would actually be in the. He would actually have his head in the right, in the right spaces. To be honest, with you. Yeah. but the lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. The 4.0 manscape. The leaders in the male grooming have done it again. Make your grooming game next level. Join the four million men worldwide. Joe Shoemaker, uh, manscape with the new performance package 4.0 by going to manscape.com for twenty percent off plus free shipping with the promo code Movie Lovers Unite. The performance package 4.0 manscape has arrived. Oh man, was it worth it! Inside the package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver, toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. Everything that a Batman utility belt needs. First off, the new Performance 4.0 includes the new Lawnmower 4.0, the trimmer, and insane, and dare I say, the greatest ball trimmer ever. Yeah, I said it. Their four-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge somatic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Thanks to the advanced skin safe technology, the lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor and a new multifunction on and off switch can engage the travel lock and gives you the ability to turn the up 4,000 LED spotlight on and, and off when needed for the more precise shave on Valentine's Day. Oh, did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? You thought that was good, but want to take your grooming game even further to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the weed whacker to chop your worst weeds up, pop in your nose and ear. The weed whacker is also waterproof and uses 9,000 RPM motor powered, not 360 degree rotary dual blade system. The, this nose and ear trimmer provides 
Corporate is skin safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Mm-hmm. Seal the deal with Manscaped liquid formulations. This crop preserver ball deodorant for before leaving the house and crop design, uh, reviver ball toner for a mid game ball ch- uh, check. Trust me when I say, fellas, your balls will thank you and your woman would thank you too. And also, too, it also helps you with all the manly problems. You don't want your balls to make you look like they have a back cave down below. No, you want to shave with the best and again, get this. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0. The Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag bring your comfort and boxers to another level. And light those candles on uh, Valentine's Day. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code MovieLovesUnite at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code MovieLovesUnite at Manscaped.com. Your balls have been through enough this past year. Greet them with the best and rub them with the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Yeah. There you go. Cool. So back over to our regular scheduled uh, programming. Well, so you guys think about Robin because we didn't talk about him too much. Yeah. So with Robin and everything, I thought that to be honest with you, I feel like with Robin, I mm-hmm. thought that Chris O'Donnell did a good job for what he did back in the nineties. Also, mm-hmm. and. Also, too, I wanted to, to be honest with you, I was even trying to do my laundry like he was doing back in the 90s. (laughs) (laughs) Don't look at me with that tone of voice, Charlie. I was actually trying to do exactly what he was trying to do. Why? Nudging you. Because I thought it was badass. I'm like, oh, I want to do this. just like Rob. Do you want to start doing parkour flips in the air? (laughs) Give me time. Like, it's not now since I'm 37, but yeah, during that time, yeah, I probably would. <laughs> yeah, like no, like I think you have to go to the circus or whatever, whatever they did with that. Like, um, yeah, I think that would probably take a lot of training for that to mm. be able to do the, your laundry. Like again, I, I agree. I like Chris O'Donnell in this. I thought he was good in Robin. We didn't see those god awful tights and the uh, the underwear like kind of things like from the they made they constantly made fun of Robin for like those those like those green tights or whatever they didn't have you didn't have that as a suit which is a nice that because I, I mean they, it's it's so iconic that they made fun of it in the Lego Batman movie with Michael Sarah playing Robin he's like looking for all the like the going for the costumes and seeing the pants he goes oh pants rip that off I'm like oh yeah that's right come on Batman let's go party. Like it's like and it's like he rips off I'm like yeah I got so much limberness like I mean that like that's so it's like that that outfit is so iconically bad that they're constantly taking shots at it and then again and then like and you even hear you even hear him say holy jeepers Batman like when they get to the like, at the end oh yeah like, he goes holy jeepers Batman what we're we gonna do now it's like what <laughs> oh yeah especially with the rocks because. Holy rocks, uh, Batman. Holy and no. you can definitely tell that Val Kilmer was in his zone, though, as Batman. What? Because he's like, huh? What? what? <laughs> the, the, yeah, he's metal. See? See? Metal, holy metal, Batman. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> no more I'm weed for Robin. Phone. No I'm more. Four. <laughs> Do I have time for this improv mess? <laughs> I was Huckleberry. He's a good companion to Batman. Like he he can fight. He's not a wimp. Mm-hmm. Like, no, absolutely. Like, and that, and that, and that, and that's what I mean. That's what you need Robin to be. 
Now, if they did, I don't know if they, they felt like going like that, doing the iconic, like killing them off. I'd be interested in seeing something like that, but we don't, we just get in the animated version and he briefly touched on a Batman or Superman. But I mean, again, I, again, I thought Chris O'Donnell did a good job for it. I mean, like, he, like again, he didn't piss me off. So it was, <laughs> that was a good sign. And like he, he was, he was, it was fitting. He could fight. Yeah. And, and even and he, when he stole the car, I thought that was hilarious, but, um, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's just talk about Alfred for a minute on how horrible of butler he is. No. That's a conspiracy theory jotting in. That's not a conspiracy theory. I promise you, I'm not going through a kill count tonight. I promise you. Red Wire, the Red Wire yesterday. Okay. 126 people died. That actually makes sense. (laughs) It makes sense. Attention, 126 people died. I'm like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) This one, only 100 and something died. But anyways, we're not going to... Okay. Uh, conspiracy yes. theories tonight. About your theory with Alfred. Go. This is actually facts here that I'm talking about. Mm. Okay. 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 <laughs> let's see here. Alfred lets Vicky into the back cave in the first one. Then he winds up talking to Bruce about the security at Wayne Manor. And as well, it's not my fault that I let Vicky that you let Vicky in while I was busy trying to investigate something. Then there was another scene with this one. That I really have to say that I thought was really funny, though, too. And this was the scene where they're dressed up. Now, you can tell that Two-Face and Riddler, you can tell those those are grown-ass men. And those and here he is oh, opening up the door for them. And they just come busting in there. I'm like, Alfred did it again. <laughs> this is like he, the worst he butler. Didn't, he didn't let Robin <laughs> in the bank cave. Robin let he did. in. No. no. No, let, no, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> and maybe the like, one you're pointing about the Vicky Vale situation, he really wanted to be a godfather because he wanted he wanted he wanted Bruce to be with a girl so he yeah. could take care. He wanted to take care like that. He was he was caring about Bruce's well-being because he doesn't mm-hmm. have a girlfriend. He was trying yeah. to be the uh his wingman in that yeah. situation. Sure. Yeah. He needs to do a better job on security, though. Yeah, you need to go back and watch Batman Forever because Robin let himself in. Yeah, he did. Because uh, Alfred was closing the door and Robin. I don't know. Yeah, fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Blaming Alfred for letting in Rob. But like, look at the look. Look at the smug look on Alfred's face, though. That smug look. You could definitely yeah. tell he was he was trying to do that. You could definitely no. tell. No, he was like, "Oh shit, another security like, Oh breach. man, but no, and the, <laughs> you're really going to be blaming the Riddler, and like uh, you're really blaming him for Riddler and Two Face showing up? No, he was at the door on Halloween with the costume. It's Halloween. What did you expect? I couldn't even tell that those were grown ass men. No, look in a peephole. And I did. Somebody come in a mask, and you would be like, "Oh, okay, maybe they're kids." They, and the thing is, Alfred doesn't even know who the heck Alfred is. Hundred years like. old. How are you supposed to know the difference between a man and a kid? Come on, leave Alfred alone. Yeah, leave, him alone. leave Alfred alone. They, they what did Alfred do to you, John? Yeah. You not a, like, did you lose the chance to have an Alfred for yourself? Come on. Yeah. To be honest with you, I liked him as a kid, but yeah, then I realized how clumsy he is. He doesn't get paid enough for this BS that Bruce Wayne be putting him through. He should pay him extra for keeping his secret as Batman. 
Maybe it's this version of Alfred. I don't know. Like uh, you, you're you're saying the same thing about Michael Caine's Alfred. No, I like uh, Michael Caine, and also like you just like, you just like, you just have this you have this vengeful against the actor that played Alfred. No, no, I don't. I don't like to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like and then or you don't even have it against Jer- uh, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. I like yeah, but that Alfred yeah. was good for its time. But I yeah. even cried when I th- was when he was gonna die in Batman and Robin. First. Oh, I guess that's something. <laughs> right, that's the only thing I I was actually wanting to get leave the theater. Batman but we're good. Hundred years old, he don't got time for this foolishness. Okay, <laughs> you know he can't What? Where did Rob? Like, where, did, where did Batman and Robin? Where did it hurt you? Yeah, I'll tell you Monday. Where it hurt me at. <laughs> I know. It, 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 it like it kicked me in the nuts. Let's just put it that way. Now your whole channel is like it's like it's like it, like we took a stance on that one movie. I took a stance. I know. <laughs> but, you, but the page, whatever he says, horrible movie. It is a horrible movie. It is. Like, you're not, you're not, <laughs> it's not a lie. Everybody uh, that. I don't think everybody's gonna be that bad if you like maybe okay. you did you see it yeah bad did movie. You? Did you see it yet, Charlie? I haven't. Rem- I know parts of it. I haven't remember watching the whole thing. But this no, seems you like see the whole thing. So good, it's bad movies. And again, you haven't seen no. many of those, John. Like the room. No. I've yeah. seen that. I appreciate no. that. That's no. one of the greatest I, bad. I'd movies rather ever. watch the room than Batman and Robin. I've seen Samurai Cop, and I've seen some other pretty really bad movies that I'm like, yeah. those are just bad. So bad, they're just. Bad. You watch all of Batman and Robin, then you come talk. I mean, I think I would rather probably enjoy Batman and Robin. I'm gonna put a poll up on our Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit, and and we'll we'll let our fans decide for us. Is Batman and Robin the worst out of the whole Batman series? Yes. (laughs) We had two words after the show. Um, I don't know. No, the poll you want to do is what would you rather watch, Space Jam 2 or Batman or Robin? Oh, Space Jam. (laughs) F no on that one. I've seen that once. That movie's got nominated for Razzies. And and it caused the pandemic in South Park. It caused the Mm -hmm. pandemic because it has Space Jam 2. Everybody watched Space Jam 2. They just lost hope in life. So much so, they had to go back in time just to give everybody's like, and like so much so they had to reverse their course and uh, say, oh man, sorry guys, we don't need to make Space Jam 2 anymore. It's a bad mistake. It's a bad idea. We're not doing it. <laughs> it's really that bad when you're making it get, when you're getting made fun of South Park and saying you're the cause of the pandemic. Space yeah. Jam 2. Yeah. Thank you. Next question. I, I, I still watch that over Batman and Robin. Yeah, we, we can throw them both in the fire. I'd rather throw Space Jam 2 in the fire and then pee it out and just to, 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 to put out the fire just to set it on fire again. Absolutely, yeah. i do that. I mean, yeah. Yes, yeah, Space Jam is terrible. But, but yeah, back to this Batman because John wants us to move back to it. I don't know. Ooh, but if I, after, I watched, after I watched the movie, the Robert Pattinson one, when I watched it for free on HBO Max in 45 days, the quote Wayne's World, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have to see what I have more fun with. I don't know. But uh, I just want you to see all of Batman and Robin. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it, and I'm I'll like I said, if it did my, and it's like my plug because my links don't work. Yeah. Batman Bible. 
Okay, this one's not a preset. I'll have that in the show descriptions at the end of the show. So yeah. you'll have yeah. that on there. But um, but they even have their own meter of bad Batmans, and they're mm-hmm. so bad it's Batman. That's it. I mean, that's pretty funny. I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, just the kick I got out of seeing like the emphasis on Bat Ass or Bat uh, or Robin or Robin's <laughs> middle, like just the emphasis on the suits. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. and then like again, like the scene here in Arnold, like go oh, everybody chill. Like I mean, it's just it's just gonna be kind of funny. I mean, uh huh, sure. You watch all. I, know, I just appreciate mm-hmm. fun. What can I say? I, I like fun. The first okay. two Batman's for me, they were not fun. My they were soul. boring. My Batman soul. and Robin, I was actually, I'm actually, I'm intrigued to watch it now. Like the scene, like, the scene, okay. everybody in it. Like, yeah. all right. I can't. I can't yeah. I can't wait for tomorrow. Show. I don't, I, yeah, I'm probably gonna have more fun watching Batman and Robin than I do Joker. Right. Well, okay. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Monday. We'll I know. See. All right. Yeah, I know. And I we'll always think you guys wrong. So, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll see. See it. See it, Tamara. <laughs> we'll see. Yes, we will. So, uh, oh my okay, Charlie. Bye, Bye Charlie. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the, the other things that I liked was the riddles, though, and how he oh, yeah, was actually cool. where Nigma was actually just targeting Bruce. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like how he was targeting Bruce because he had that motivation of being pissed off at Bruce for not believing in his machine. Mm-hmm. Also, like the other thing. About this, though, too. Well, I also like the traps, to be honest with you, the Riddler trap that they had, where he had to choose between Chase or Dick or Dick Grayson. Yeah, Dick, yeah. And, but to me, it would have been more uh, menacing if he actually had two separate holes opened for them to go in versus the same shoot. Because then he has a choice of saving one or the other. And there's also consequences behind there. Wasn't two holes because they, there's definitely. I look like they went down the same hole. The no, same. No, it was shoot. Like they, he showed two different two different holes. Okay, because the different. way that they went down, it. Yeah. But I wanted them separated. I didn't want them in the same shoot. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that was kind of weird. For I me. Mean, there was not much really. There was not there, that place isn't as big as what it might seem. It looks bigger on the outside. The inside's very. It was tiny. So there's. I don't think there was much area that they were going to be able to go. And like be able to like do the two different like traps. I think the one like, I mean, drop into your watery grave. I mean that that one was. And then you're, you're the thing is, they're you're both gagged and you're bound. There's not much you could have done unless you're like you're like you're Robin. You can like loop out of it like that. And unless you're like after a bad. I mean, when you're chase, you're just you're just there. You're you're just there. You're like you can't move. You're not athletic. You know, you keep trying to like entice Batman. You're athletic, but we all know that wasn't happening. <laughs> but mm-hmm. still, and the other thing I thought, like to go back, to, I thought it was creepy. Was that Batman smile when he finds out that Chase wants Bruce, and then that creepy smile of his? I was like, <laughs> what? I like that because that's a Huckleberry smile. <laughs> I don't know. If it was because Batman very, very rarely he smiles. That's and true. I have them like just seeing that, like that was kind of creepy because Batman's all that tough and ex- like, tough exterior. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like this, that, and and the fact of him smiling, I was like, that's not, 
that's not Batman. That's weird. Like, did the, the Batman turn like uh the the Batman get turned to like turn like get like like mind controlled or something or or, or did he or did he, did he take some of that fragrance from the first Batman like that made you instantly smile and then he, he died. used that bald he used the uh, ball deodorant. That's that's what happened. That's what made him smile. Because he knows he's. <laughs> I doubt that because you, you never you didn't see him have sex, so you don't so you don't really know. Does well, he was about to. Up, he was about to. If it wasn't for. I mean, um, are we really about like it's like it seems like John, you're getting you're getting into Brody um Brody territory from Mallrats, just dealing like it constantly focused in. On the genitalia of, of you mentioned crotch twi- three times. <laughs> I said it twice, and I said middle. And then, middle. but you said, but you talked about you had a whole five to ten minute spiel about the Manscaped yeah. 4.0. So yeah, yeah, it seems like you're really focused in on this, John. Like, do, do we need <laughs> we need help? Do we need to have an intervention for you? <laughs> but another thing I want to talk about. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is also mm-hmm. too is this <laughs> Chase and and Bruce where they're sitting down and and everything. No. He's about to admit and own up to the fact that he is Batman. And this in this one, he doesn't even mention that he's Batman. He, the way he kissed her told her everything that she needed to know. Mm-hmm. He actually revealed he didn't reveal his identity, opposed yeah. to Michael Keaton's mm-hmm. uh, Batman or anything like that. And he's he basically let her decide on her own or what she believed. And that's something that I really liked. He kept his identity a secret, all except from yeah. Two-Face and, and uh, of course, the Riddler. But still. yeah, he didn't, but Here's the thing with Alfred, though. Alfred didn't bring uh-huh. Chase to the Batcave. No. Nope. No. No, he didn't no. like her. That's why. Yeah, man, I don't think there's really a girl in this in the Batman and Robin anyway. That like the then again, Alfred's too busy dying or yeah, fake, trying exactly. to die in Batman and Robin. Well, but yet you bring Batgirl in there. Yeah, which is not. It, here's the thing with Batgirl, it didn't make any sense okay. to bring her in, especially having her related to Alfred. Whenever that's Commissioner Gordon's yeah. daughter, with an American accent. Yep, she's clueless. <laughs> Uncle Alfred, yep. I was like, huh. We're going to talk about that, though, too, about how much pop culture that is. She was in that movie Clueless. Yeah. I need a pun on the word Clueless. Mm -hmm. She was Clueless, yeah. seemed like it went over your head, John, like my kid. I got it. I'm just... Really? You didn't get my my, uh, kiss. You reasonably liked Batman Forever because you were were kissed by a rose. You didn't get that until I told you what it was. I worked eight hours out of my day. I'm tired. That's how she found out about Batman. But, you know... I'm surprised that I'm surprised the character like Chase wasn't named after, but it didn't have the name Rose in it. So, so you so you can officially play the word Batman was kissed by a rose. Yeah, Chase. But I like it would have been funny if her last name was Rose or she had a middle name Rose. Yeah, and you can officially play on the words Batman kissed a rose. It'd be more fun if she wasn't in the film. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. She was annoying. She was sex. She was like sex, sex crazed the whole time. Yeah. And then that one time you see her fighting, and then it's like, oh, okay, you can beat up a punching bag, and then you punch like one thug while Batman like beat up like a, like five guys, yeah, or more. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're 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 like, I mean, at least Mary Jane does something in this. It's a Spider Man. 
anyways. Okay. Okay. Uh, Just let it go. (laughs) But there's something else I wanted to bring up, though, too. And I love the scene where Chase goes into the into Arkham, and because of the oh. fact that she gets a call saying that Riddler knows who the identity of a Batman is, because I heard that you know the identity. Who's Batman? It's, I'm Batman. And I remember doing that as a kid and everything uh, at school <laughs> with my friends and everything, just goofing off. Gosh, you're like, who is it? <laughs> <laughs> Say please. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you can say like that. Uh, Chase was like infatuated with an animal, and like, yep, she was infatuated with an animal. So, so I guess we're getting into um, interspecies erotica mm-hmm. and com- and com- um, commercialism. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and, yeah, and leather, leather, sex, latex. Yeah, it's, it's sex sells. That's 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 the theme for these for this Batman sex sells. Yeah, sex sells. consumerism. Got it. I want to get into this though too. With mm-hmm. uh, the reason why they being they kill off these villains is because at that time they didn't think that they were gonna we were gonna go on ahead and go back to these characters or anything like that. Or there was any interest in having these characters again. So therefore, yeah. that's why they didn't. That's why they went on ahead and killed Joker. That's why they killed Penguin. That's why they killed Two Face. They saved yeah, maybe one. Or, they thought they saved two yeah. villains, but they weren't sure if they were going to actually come back and do it again. Yeah, they can have this- kill Two Face off. We're I mean, we got a better Two Face for it though. So that that's that's the one yeah. upside. I mean, Aaron Eckert was great as Harvey Harvey Dent, like fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And that again, that goes on the whole realism aspect, like. That was terrifying. Seeing when, like that, re- the final, like the build-up. What does his face look like? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so bad, and it's like it's so real and scary mm-hmm. that even you have the actors that are in the movie telling you, "Do not bring your kids to this movie." And mm-hmm. it's a PG thirteen movie. It was pushing on R. Like I, I mean, it felt like it could have gone any. It could have gone PG thirteen. Could have gone R. And if it was, it's gonna make a crap ton of money. Like yeah. I mean, I mean, like and then like I think that that's what. And then that's, I mean, that's how much, like, I mean, Dark Knight made a bank. It made a ton of money. And that's what, I think that's the realism aspect to it. And even the end of Batman Begins, you tease the Joker, which I didn't pick up on it when I first saw Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. You see the Joker and I'm like, oh, cool. But the realism aspect for me, that's what I really appreciate about those movies when we get into them. Mm-hmm. That's why I like them so much. They're intense. Like, there's, there's funny moments in it, but... The whole point is it's it's a darker tone, and that's when DC was at its was was at the height of his game with that, and everybody can choke, oh, it's so dark. But we need to appreciate that because no one did a great job when it was dark. I mean, you got like when they're dark, you get better performances. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. And you already, you already know my thoughts. I already know the jury's still out for me. Like, jury's out for me on this new one. Again, yeah. I, that's me, but. I think that, and then also the reason they probably did the March first thing is because they wanted to like get more people in there. That that's why they did. Warner Brothers just did it for the money. We don't know if they. I mean, if Warner Brothers was really good, they would continue on Zack Snyder's trilogy. And there's, I do still, agree with that part. That. But anyways, um, that's pretty much everything I wanted to say about this movie. What about you? What about um, y'all? I liked it. This was great. I mean, I definitely want China. Well, might pick this up and like for a 4K. 
because it was entertaining. I was, I, I enjoyed it. I had a fun time doing it. It didn't feel like two hours. It didn't feel like a slow burn. It, 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 I was entertained for it. And I was like, and I was happy. And I was like, when I found out, it was only like, well, listed on who it was two hours and two minutes, but it was two hours. It didn't feel two hours. It went by really, 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 really quick because you're in, you wanted to know what the Riddler was going to do or, uh, or what action, what big sequence was going to show up or what innuendo was going to show up or whatever. I mean, it, it was campy. It was cringeworthy. Yet it was the good kind of ones. And it was entertaining for, and I, and I, and, I, and that's why I think I like this one compared to the last two. That's what I had. Um, was looking forward more as the later Batman's because I didn't really. The first two just didn't do it for me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's so much nostalgia with Batman Forever for me. When I was a kid, this was my favorite movie because I almost tore up the VHS tape rewinding and trying to quote all the Jim uh, Jim Carrey quotes and do all the Jim Carrey movements. But yeah, I, I like this Batman forever. Um, I know it's divided among Batman fans. Like some are like, oh, that movie's crap. And I was like, my soul, you're hurting me. But um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I enjoy Batman forever. Uh, even revisiting it now, it makes me enjoy even more so, and the McDonald's toys and everything else. But oh, I agree. The sets, that. the sets looked really bad for this. I, the sets looked absolutely like Gotham, like it's Wayne it's Tower. It's, what yeah. the heck was that? Like that yeah, was like, it all looked fake. It did. It looked fake. It but it was. It was. I mean. It, I mean. It, it was like I see it. I'm like, man, this is totally fake. But mm-hmm. it didn't bother me to me the point that I wanted to stop watching. I was wanted to see what stupid thing was going to happen next. I mean, that's the whole point. Is like, if you're expecting a serious movie, go watch the Nolan ones. And but if you're expecting something that's fun and it's funny, it's campy. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey pun, doing Ace Ventura as he was a supervillain. Like it's. If you don't like Jim Carrey, you're not going to like this movie. It, it's mm-hmm. it, it's as simple as that. Jim Carrey show. Is bad. Yeah, definitely. Got it. Um, another another thing I want to mention is this. I love. I actually collected the McDonald's uh, ice mugs that they had too. Oh, they actually, man, I remember. I had all of them, but I need to, the one that I really want to get back again is the regular one. That was the one that I had, and I don't know where they're at, but that's the main one that eBay. I would love to have my hands on. Is the regular eBay one. eBay and uh, douse it and sanitize it. <laughs> yep. Well, um, what I have to say about this movie is it's entertaining. Yes, the buildings look fake. It kind of has that Dick Tracy kind of look to it yeah. and everything, too. But also, too, you know, it made me it's, – it's ridiculous in its own way. It knows its own identity opposed to not knowing what the movie is. So that's something else, too. The other one doesn't even know its own identity. But we're going to get to that later on. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> but when you look at this as a whole, with Jim Carrey doing his Jim Carrey-isms and doing his improv and everything else, this movie holds up still and still has a place in my heart for this movie. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad I got a chance to revisit this again. By the way, I'll be giving away a Batman and Robin copy at the end of Batman and Robin. So you guys can go on ahead and get that whenever we do our Batman and Robin review because I'm not going to be watching it again. So, was <laughs> it a digital code you're giving away? No, I'm giving away the physical disc. Oh, so you're actually gonna like, like do you have an envelope? Because if it's like, because I'm pretty sure yep. all the discs are in one, and then you have an envelope, you're gonna send it. 
So be careful with the scratches because if they if you send them intentionally a scratched up disc for Batman and Robin, there's gonna be a lot of people hate it because I know that's you and that deep down that's what you're gonna try to do. You've <laughs> already put the position on the page that says we hate this movie, and yet I'm a part of the page and I haven't gone out and officially said that. Oh. So it's because like, you love it. <laughs> well, I haven't seen it yet. I, I, I've seen bits and pieces of it, but the way you keep piping yeah, up, is the worst way. I yeah. usually like the stuff that you hate. I True. actually have. The stuff you hate, I have fun with. So that's yeah, what you guys are it's like you're putting those words in my yeah. mouth. And it's like I haven't seen like I've seen bits and pieces. It's, it was years ago that I watched. It's mm-hmm. like, geez, I don't even remember when I oh, aspects of it. I just know Batman. Exactly. You erased it. Yeah, you erased it from your memory. No, I wish I did. I, I didn't meet you guys like in 2014 or 2015. Okay, no you one. still erased it. Your future self say erased is crap. I wish that I no, could have done that. I wish I could have made, made him black myself with this movie to be with that movie to be honest. Oh. But <laughs> but anyways, guys, um, Tamika, I know that you yeah. have a show coming up on Friday. Okay, sure. That you want to talk about, and I know that you have a podcast as well. So where can everybody follow you at on social media and what you guys are diving into this Friday? All right, sounds good. Thanks for the intro. Um, yeah, okay. it's too. <laughs> Uh, two Blurred Girls podcast. Uh, this Friday, we're going to review a documentary for Black History Month, Dreamland, uh, The Burning of Wall Street, Black Wall Street, I think is the name of it. So we're going to talk about that documentary this Friday. And then uh, the Friday after, we're going to go back to reviewing our Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. So be sure you catch those two shows. Uh, we're on Facebook at Two Blur Girls Podcast. We are also on, <clears throat> sorry, we also have a YouTube channel, Two Blur Girls Podcast. Make sure you subscribe. And also we are on Twitter at Blur Two Girls. We are on Twitch, Two Blur Girls Podcast. We are, I know we're, I'm forgetting all the things we are on. Oh, we're on Instagram. Two Blurred Girls underscore podcast. We're also on TikTok, which you can see little clips from our show. Uh, Two Blurred Girls podcast. We also have a audio. Uh, yeah, we also have an audio <laughs> only podcast. Uh, Amazon Music and Good Pods. Uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> yeah, on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, John's helping me out behind the scenes. He's like, Tamika, damn, know your stuff. Shit. Uh, <laughs> Spotify. It's good. Yeah, and Tamika said it right. Good pods, not go uh, goo pods. Because I don't know what the heck goo pods is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I could be a Batman villain with my laugh. <laughs> he would say my fat fingers <laughs> it is it was my fat fingers because i tape 123 words per minute so oh, yeah God. oh yeah uh, well, i live, I live, I live a quarter mile at a time but i'm not talking about that <laughs> we're, we're on good pods good pods yeah we're on that platform um spotify we're also on Apple, mentioned Apple, Anchor, um, Amazon Music, Audible, everywhere streaming podcasts are. 
Diane. And I did leave a description for the Bad Bible. Bad Bible. Bad, the, movie. The bad movie Bible. Sorry, guys. <laughs> the bad, yeah, Bible. The bad oh, movie Bible. I am so sorry. Don't but yeah. When they go to church. That's I can, like, John pointed in the descriptions because somehow <laughs> YouTube didn't allow me to put the links in there under my For cell. some reason, yeah. it's not showing up on the Facebook portion of it. Yeah, internet it's, it's, being stupid. It is. It really is. Yeah. Which, and then my test comment popped up, but. Yeah. We're gonna put the descriptions. Um, don't do an Amazon because you're like this, like because this book apparently is like sixty bucks on Amazon because that's oh. third parties. Oh. It's not. It's only twenty five. If you go to like Books a Million, Barnes and Noble, any bookstore, yeah. twenty five bucks, like okay. or twenty four ninety five. But uh, I mean, if you want to know and be able to see what other bad movies besides Batman and Robin that they talk about and they give a rating system in it, check the book out. I mean, I mean, it, like they, they gave the my two favorite bad movies of all time tens. The higher the rating, the more cringeworthy it is, and yet the more entertaining. Yeah, cool. Um, so if you guys want to go on ahead and follow me underneath Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Facebook, underneath the same brand name on Instagram and on Pinterest as well. If you want to go on ahead and get yourself an audio-only podcast episode and many episodes that we do here at Movie Lovers Night, you guys can go on ahead and get that wherever you guys get your podcast from. It's on all uh here's the thing, it's actually on all uh all platforms. So go on ahead, check that out. Also too. Like Tamika said, we're actually on good pods as well. Uh-huh. It's like social media for uh, for us as podcasters, or if you're into listening to podcasts, go on ahead and rate individual episodes. Uh, and we'll also reply back to you. That's something that I really like about good pods. We can actually interact with our fans and followers that way. Then, of course, you guys can go on ahead, uh, donate 5 to $10 to our page. How do you do that? Just go on ahead and go to gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers podcast. The link is in the show notes below. But smashing that like button, smashing that share button, be classy and uh, smash that right. uh, smash that subscribe button and also that bell in the bottom right hand corner to allow you guys to know when we have something new here at Movie Lovers Unite. Also, too, follow me on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit and on TikTok at Movie Lovers Unit Zero. Then, of course, go on ahead, reach out to me at movieloversunite at gmail.com. If you'd like to be on the show, if you would like to be a sponsor, that's another way that you can reach out to me. Tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Rossi McCree, independent actress Rossi McCree, will be on the show with me tomorrow night, and we're going to be reviewing Sweet Tooth, Episode 5 from Netflix. So we're going to be doing like that. We're going to show Friday. Yep. Um, if anybody has something else. Yeah, if nobody, as anybody hasn't seen on YouTube, last I believe we, like a week from tomorrow, you, Netflix released a sizzle reel of all, a lot of the movies that they got coming to 2022. And there's also a list, uh, like they broke it down each category. We, we're planning on like, doing a new show all on that. So if you've seen the trailer or if you've seen the various links of, of all the movies that Tune in on Friday and where we're going to talk about it. Like, we're going to talk about every movie in the categories, like from action to romance. And we're going to see which title looks enticing or looks, looks like, I mean, and we're just going to like talk about it. And like, because like what movies we're looking forward to, Netflix, what movies that looked like, what titles that look ridiculous that we need to make fun of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> and but another yes. thing, too. Ne- yep. Next Friday, though, we're going to have Dean on from Game Day. And Alex and I are going to be interviewing him. I don't know. Do you want to be on that one, Charlie? Or we can talk about it. We got we got some time yeah. before then. 
Well, I mean, I probably um, will because I gotta I gotta rep my Eagles. So you so you two don't have to like bash them the whole time for being an Eagle fan. <laughs> I gotta I gotta I gotta rep my Eagles. Peer pressure. <laughs> That's what I do here at Movie Lover Tonight. But no, well, um, I also never do if you have game day, and I and I know about that. I'm like, yeah, game I day, about that. But yeah, uh, we're gonna have Dean, the actor from Game Day, on the show talking about his role as Zach in Game Day. So I'm excited about that. Alex and I are gonna be interviewing him, and Charlie will be joining us for that, hopefully. Uh, but that's gonna be at actually that's gonna be at nine o'clock Central Time, and that's also gonna be at seven o'clock p.m. Uh, Pacific Time. So that's that's gonna be the new time for just for that show. So that that's gonna do it for tonight. Friday, because I think we might change the time. We might be on. Um, I think we might. Was it our normal time or later on Friday? This Actually, Friday. Alex. Alex told me it'll be fine to do our normal time for that. So okay. It's be eight o'clock Central Time, nine o'clock Eastern. Now. Yeah. So eight o'clock Central Time, nine o'clock Eastern Time, Friday night. If we wind up doing our movie news segment. So that's going to be it for the show for tonight. Always until next time, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. I can't wait to do this again and stay safe. 